Well, hello, everyone. This is Local Matters. Uh, my name is Bob Bell, and today we're talking about educational issues. Our guest today is Dr. Jerry Boyd, the director of Putnam County Schools. Jerry, welcome. Hey, how are you? Um, Glad to be here. Delighted that you could spend a little time with us. No, you got a busy schedule. So yeah. tell us what's happening in Putnam County Schools. You know, there's a lot of things happening. Um, even in this time of the year during the winter, we, we try to make sure we learning continues with all the distractions that happen with potential snow days and, and others. But, uh, you know, this time of year, too, we're getting close to the point where um, they're, they're starting to kick into gear about state assessments, just keeping people focused on, you know, it's about the learning and the pressure that our teachers feel and our students feel about the assessment. But we want to make sure that, yeah, that's that's a part of our school year, but the most important thing is what happens every day in the classroom, you know, focused on learning. Well, I know it's a, the kids bring a challenge every day when they come. So how, how many students are in the school system now? We have uh, approximately 11,500. Uh, that includes our pre-K. You know, approximately 50% of our rising kindergartners go through our pre-K program. So we usually have a kindergarten class about 850 uh, each year. So, so over 400 kids in pre-K. Um, I can imagine 850 kindergartners. Uh, that'd be fun to get them all in one room sometime and uh, let you be in the middle of them. It, it would. I'm sure the kindergarten teachers would love to see that and, and several <laughs> others. <laughs> well, tell us about your background, uh, where you grew up and sort of your educational background and how you got to this position. Sure. Um, well, I'm a product of Putnam County, although my family moved here when I was 13. Uh, we moved from Texas. Uh, my father got a job at Tennessee Tech, and uh, he's still there. And uh, graduated uh, Coval High School and graduated Tennessee Tech a couple of times. Uh, original degree was biology, so my background was not originally uh, formal training was not in education. It was it was in the sciences. Uh, then went back and got my master's in education, secondary science curriculum, and then in leadership, ed leadership. And, and you know, just to correct you, and everybody does it. It's 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 like a red scarlet letter on me. You know, I'm 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 ABD, and those that are those that are in the uh, have earned their doctorate understand that, and those that are in the same position, I, that's almost you know all but the dissertation is that's done. Correct. Yeah. So it's a scarlet letter of somebody in academics. Um, well, it, uh, for someone with your background and your training, I don't think there's anything scarlet about it. It's a, <laughs> it's a good uh, – uh, uh, you've had a great, great career. And how would you end up uh, in the director's position? Uh, you know, I started when I turned in the, towards the direction of being an educator, first started out as a teacher uh, with my background in biology uh, taught chemistry, physical science, uh, some of the sciences, and uh, was interested in leadership. That's actually when I went in to get my um, teaching certificate. Uh, my first conversation was with an advisor at Memphis University of Memphis, where I li lived at the time, about what I need to do to be a principal. And of course, he told me, uh, "Well, you probably need to be a teacher," and, and you know that was a no-brainer. So that's the path I went on, and, and just through the years, becoming more involved in, in uh, leadership, I quickly, I did not teach long. Um, you know, that's, uh, as I enjoyed teaching, but the opportunity to get into a leadership role happened fast for me, 
and uh, I've just always been when opportunity knocks, you you step in the doorway. And uh, so I, I became an assistant principal and then principal, and so several years as principal at, in the west side of the county at Upperman High School, and then an opportunity to be at a district level and do some leadership and strategic planning leadership work for the district. Uh, I, and then I went into, I led the district in technology as far as the technology director role and then assistant superintendent for curriculum teaching and learning. And then ultimately I ended up as the director of schools for our school system. So you're pretty bone deep in this county. You've, uh, you've been in this county school system and done a lot of different kind of things and you understand the, the challenges that are there. I, you know, we do. Uh, I, I certainly, uh, work hard to, uh, to surround myself with people that, that, have vested interest in, in the school system and, and, and the, one of the first rules of leadership that are smarter than I am, uh, and, and have a, a work ethic, but yeah, you know, our challenges, um, we're very blessed. I mean, we do have challenges, but we also have so many positive attributes as a County, um, you know, as a, as a community in a region that, you know, makes the, the challenges, um, they always seem that, to be something we can overcome. I truly believe that, especially within our community, we, we have the solutions to most of our problems, and uh, and we're very fortunate for, to be in that position. Well, I agree with you. Uh, now, you mentioned that you are a science teacher by training or a, a scientist by training, and uh, talk about STEM education a bit. Uh, STEM is a a buzzword that uh, a lot of people use today, but what's it mean for our county school system? Well, and it's something we're continuing to try to improve upon. I mean, we actually regionally and across the state, you know, we have two schools that have the official designation. They were they were STEM schools. Um, uh, several years ago, there was a push to um, basically provide models for STEM education, and we had two schools, an elementary, Prescott South Elementary, and then just across the, down the hallway, Prescott South Middle School, both were STEM platform schools. And the idea behind that was, was really to just dive in and, 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 and really explore what STEM education looks like. And essentially, from, from my perspective, you know, it's not necessarily a program. It's a process. Um, it's a way of thinking. Um, and as we progress through our school system, the importance of, of STEM, which is, you know, science, technology, engineering, mathematics, um, to, in today's time and even in the future, it, it's about jobs. You know, our kids having opportunities to connect to where the where the careers will be, where they are now, and where they will be in the STEM field. Uh, both, you know, especially for for our girls, um, is is a is a, a wide open uh, area for them. Really, a lot of opportunity for for both boys and girls. But um, you know, our, our girls especially. But uh, it's it's such a uh, of uh, uh, an opportunity that we need to foster for our kids. And we do that through introducing them to, you know, the process of what, what we have all termed STEM. Uh, and, you know, it's just, it's just a, it's a thinking process. It's, it's a design process. It's a trial and error process. It's yep. really having developing the resilience and the courage to try things and, and, you know, use, build, build knowledge and use resources, use research to make decisions to solve problems. And at one time, we all thought that science and technology and engineering and math uh, 
were things you had to do if you were going to college, but that was it. If you oh, weren't yeah. thinking about Good college, point. you didn't have to worry about it. But, Good boy, point. with today's industry and today's business demands, mm-hmm. it's something every student works with, whether they're going directly in the workplace or yeah. onto uh, a college of applied technology or a university. And that's been a big shift. You know, there's over the years, there's been certain labels placed on certain pathways that, that kids have chosen and quote vocational or, or college. But, you know, what we really need to stress now, it, it's about that career pathway. And, uh, you know, there's a lo- there's no, um, you know, there's no specific uh, form you have to take university or uh, not a university. You can go straight into workforce. There are job opportunities if you do the preparation that you need to um, prior to graduation. And we're trying to set the stage, but you made a good point. You know, there's there's plenty of opportunities in our region for someone to leave high school, get some additional training, which everyone, whether it's four-year university, two-year, one-year certificate, everyone needs to continue their education uh, to 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 grow and provide themselves uh, more options. But it's it's not just about four-year university anymore. I mean, I'm biased because we've gone through it, and I know you're you're a little biased from your background. But uh, you know, we need people to take on those those very technical jobs that don't necessarily require a four-year degree. I agree. It, it's uh, not just about college anymore. This is Local Matters. We are talking uh, today with Jerry Boyd, who's director of Putnam County Schools. And, uh, Jerry, you, you mentioned um, challenges that our region and our, our uh, students have. Uh, we all faced challenges when we went to school, but – what kind of challenges do you see today with with the students in our school system and even more broadly across America? Well, you know, one of the most obvious changes, I think a lot of educators, uh, K-12, even, even post-secondary educators see um, just the things that our young people face today. I mean, you know, they're exposed to more than they've ever been exposed to, good and bad. Uh, they never have an opportunity to to more or less disconnect. I mean, they're always on. And, uh, you know, I think that generates a lot of problems that when, when we were all younger, you n- didn't necessarily have. And so, you know, I have a lot of concern for our young people. I, I have a lot of confidence that they can push through it, but, you know, they're dealing with things that, um, uh, you know, the, there's heightened awareness of what people define as bullying. It's really just because nobody turns off everything is always on and you know we've got to learn to uh, to to just turn off sometimes and um, that that's probably a challenge for our young people as a community i think what i see and in, in having been a principal in the west end and and, and gr- you know grown up through our our school system you know i think we really need to just realize the potential we have in this community i think sometimes we're the we're the ones as a community that holds ourselves back and be and, and and just coming to an idea that that we can be uh, so much better that improvement is always possible and that we we have the ability to do this um, to provide a great quality of life for everyone in our county and even the region I, I feel strongly that you know as Putnam County rises we certainly lift everyone else up in our region um, and uh, and they lift us up as well but we we, we have a, a pretty strong f- presence but, uh, you know, I think that's it, just self-perception. I think we should expect more of ourselves, and, and I think we could accomplish a lot more if, if we would just come to terms with that. We're going to take a very quick break. 
Well, this is Local Matters, and we are talking to Jerry Boyd, the director of Putnam County Schools. Uh, Jerry, we, we, you were, we talked about your background, and you served as a technology director for the school system. We all carry these pieces of electronic equipment around in our pockets or in our purses or wherever, and certainly the students today are, are joined at the hip to some kind of an electronic device. Um, how do you feel about that? Is that a good thing for them to uh, be as attached as they are, or is it something that uh, becomes a challenge for them? Well, you know, my opinion is uh, more than not, it's a good thing. Um, but with any tool, if you if you use it incorrectly, if you use it in excess, um, you know, it, it could very easily turn into a, a negative thing. And then I think that's kind of what we're trying to figure out is as uh, as this these technologies become better and, and more accessible, um, how to keep a balance. And I think that's what we owe our children. Uh, and, and quite honestly, adults aren't very good models of that right now. We're all out of balance on the, the amount of time we spend on electronic devices. I'm as guilty as anybody. Um, so I think as a, as a community, as a society, we, we need to recognize the the very uh, the the good good things that technology brings to us the handheld devices and so on but remember that we have to maintain a balance and it's really about relationships you know how we all uh, can make ourselves better and make each other better is through relationships and and sometimes i think the the irony of of being so connected is is that we become more disconnected with each other which is very very odd situation but uh, we just have to remember that but technology, I'm I'm pro technology. It's a, it can be a very powerful tool used the right way. And I am too. Uh, working at a technological university for all those years, I am too. And I think we both understand the the tremendous power that's there in even a a uh, an elementary student being able to get on the internet and see the the uh, the the real deep studies they can do with my granddaughter in your school system in second grade is really getting deep into Clara Barton and and uh, yeah you know where I would have looked for an encyclopedia she just googles it and right. uh, shows me things I would have never known so it is amazing what they have like you uh, hopefully they have time to disconnect and yeah. and. Uh, develop interpersonal skills, too, as as they go along. Exactly. Well, a lot of students uh, this time of year, uh, really all year long, are beginning to think about next year, and for some that means graduation. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what do you tell a student about life beyond Putnam County Schools, and and, uh, what do you advise them on preparing for college, uh, et cetera? Well, you know, I think hopefully uh, through our whole K-12 system, well, actually, you know, through pre-K-12, that we, we provided them a, a, a good foundation so that they, they uh, have the tools they need to make, make decisions and take action. And, uh, you know, for somebody that's graduating, um, you, you know, simple things that we all tell each other, um, you know, identify things that, that you can be passionate about, uh, set goals. Uh, go for those goals. If you fail, res- pick yourself up, reevaluate the situation, and keep going. Be persistent. Um, you know, you're in life. That's something I think, even as across the United States, that we have 
we we continue to try to protect our children from uh, failure, but we all say, well, that's some of our better lessons. So we, we have to, it goes back to the word balance again. Um, and I would tell graduates, you know, take risks, do your homework, take calculated risk, uh, know what the potential consequences are and what the gains are, and, and go for it. Um, you know, make a difference, uh, challenge yourself, do something you're not comfortable doing, um, and, uh, and along the way, make yourself better and people around you better. And students, uh, some will not go on to college immediately, uh, and they go out into the workplace, and you sort of uh, wish them the very best. There are some great opportunities even locally, and I know you have been working with the Highlands Workforce Development Committee, uh, which includes county schools from a number of different counties, to have students not just college-ready but career-ready also. So what does workforce ready mean today, do you think? Um, you know, workforce ready, and we've defined it through the Highlands work with our partner districts and the, and the chambers and all the business and industry involved. But specifically in Putnam County, I mean, workforce ready to us is is, a, is what we've called a future ready graduate. I mean, you know, they, they, they have uh, developed enough awareness of their potential career paths that, that they, they, you know, they're ready to make some decisions on their next step. You know, they have the skills to make those decisions. Um, they have the confidence to make those decisions. Um, and, and then they have the ability that to continue to learn. I mean, those really to us are, are kind of the most important aspects of, of formal education. But uh, to, to people, you know, to our students that are going out, you know, again, it goes back to make it, just set goals and make a decision. We want to put them in the pipeline. And realize that it is, it is uh, we, we specifically and deliberately call it pathways, uh, it, because you can start down a path. There are exits and entry points throughout that pathway. Just go in a direction that, that, you, that, that appeals to you, that you think is going to help you grow and be productive. And then know that there are times where you can get off a ramp and, and, and say, go straight into the workforce. But working towards maybe later, I'm going to go back and, and get a certificate to advance my career. And then maybe later, I'm going to go back and get additional education to advance my career more or maybe change my career. But just always be forward thinking as far as your own progress. And to me, that's what Workforce Ready is, is you, you go to work or, or whatever the endeavor you're, you're willing to learn, you're willing to continually improve and that's what we and that's what our workforce needs. You know, be reliable. Um, well, that that's a big part. And that's if anything, our, to our young people, being reliable. Um, you know, coming to work when you say you're going to be at work. Uh, can just following through with the duties that you've been assigned. Th- those are important and very simple, but very powerful characteristics that that everyone can have, no matter if they're just going into the workforce or a four-year degree, those are some fundamental things that they cannot be successful in life unless they do those simple things. Those are so important. You're right. That That is just uh, uh, the message that all students and really all workers ought to have is the, the ability to show up on time, to do good work, to be dependable and reliable is really important, whether it's the teacher that's looking at your homework or whether it's the worker in the workplace I think the other thing that um, we both have seen is you don't have to really have it all together once you graduate from high school. I know I didn't 
make the decision or find the career that I was going in into until I was probably 25. I had right. looked at a lot of different things up to that point. Can you comment on that? Well, I think that's part of uh, the growing process, and you don't really know that till you get older. I, I can I can recall uh, my perspective when I was younger, and, and yeah, you think everything is is terminal and, and, and immediate, and you got to you know you're making a decision that's going to fix you into a place for the rest of your life. And as you you know as you get older and look back, you realize you made a lot of different decisions, and uh, you just need to be willing to uh, to give it a try and move on and do your best and uh yeah and you can change it it's harder as you get older to make those changes but it's still possible so we want our graduates to be in a position where they have the confidence to kind of evaluate their situation and and make a change for the better when they need to this is local matters we're talking to jerry boyd from putnam county schools jerry we don't have a lot of time left i only have three other things to talk about and each <laughs> one could be a half hour uh so snow days and parents and teachers. Let's start with teachers. You've got some great teachers, and they are so important to the school system, aren't they? They are, and, and yes, we do. That's you know we're blessed in a lot of ways in this community, and, and one of those highlights would be our teachers, our educators, in our classrooms, uh, in our schools, and across our school system. Uh, definitely a blessing. And 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 then I know the portrayal in the media and across is about. You know, from an educator's perspective, how difficult parents are in that relationship with teachers. But, you know, we're also very fortunate to have a supportive community and we got parents and we know even in even in when we have conflict, the parents are acting on what they believe is what's best for their children. And we, we, we do need to always respect that. I mean, we, we can have our differences, but as long as we're focused on the child and what and as a team trying to do what's best for the for each child each student, then, then I think, uh, you know, it, it proves out, proves out every time that we, we work well together and, and, and we have a, always have more things in common as far as what we want to see happen than, than the differences that we, we encounter. Um, the, the other thing mentioned is, is our students. I mean, we have some very, I mean, I know every superintendent across the nation says, oh, our students are the best. Well, you know, we, we have some very exceptional students um, and I, I truly believe that I'll stand up against any any other superintendent in the nation, you know, the fifteen thousand school districts across this nation, that uh, that we we have the best students. And you have data that'll back that up. So I I fully understand that. If you had a single bit of advice to give parents in them talking with their children about school, what would you say to them? Well, I think the important lessons we've already talked about as a parent myself. You know, whether through direct modeling or conversations or both, I mean, just that you, you, it takes hard work. You know, every, anything worth doing takes work. I mean, anything, anything worth accomplishing is going to be difficult. It's going to be challenging. You're going to, you're going to have obstacles and you have to push through those obstacles. Um, and, uh, and then you have to advocate for yourself. So as a parent, if we could teach our children to advocate for themselves, uh, to, uh, to, you know, speak their mind, but do it in a respectful way. That's, that's important. So, you know, we can go on and on and on. There's a whole long list of that, but those are some important things for, as a parent to really, to support their children, be informed about what's expected at school, not, not the discipline that's important too, but you know, what's, what are students supposed to be learning and, and what, what should teachers be doing and how can I support that process with my child and support the teacher so that we work together as a team to make sure there's the best outcome possible. 
Well, and and you've um, you've certainly created a culture here in Putnam County where that can be done. This has been Local Matters. Uh, we have been speaking with Jerry Boyd, the director of the Putnam County Schools. And Jerry, I won't even ask you about snow days or flu days. I know those are the things that keep superintendents and directors up at night. But uh, we do thank you for being here with us. Uh, we thank you for your dedication to all of our students and to, the, and to this great county. Thanks, for, thanks again. Thank you.